Welcome back, guys. Good moms, bad choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And uh, what's up? We hope you all had a good weekend. Enjoyed your Halloween. We did. We sure did. Halloween was fun. We um, took the kids trick-or-treating. I dressed up as the Incredibles with baby daddy, and we went trick-or-treating. Met up with Jamila in this shit show of a Halloween neighborhood. I never knew that Halloween neighborhoods exist like that. It's just like, you. in order to live on the street, you have to adhere to the rule that you have to decorate your home for Halloween. I saw some houses that weren't decorated. I think because maybe some people, they don't, maybe it's not as strict. I think people move on that street because they want to do that. I didn't know that. Why would you ever want to live on that street? It's up the street from my house. I had no idea that it was a exi- thing. existed. It was like the club. We can hardly <laughs> find parking. We literally parked like down around the corner past major street to walk to the street because it was inaccessible, like bumper to bumper traffic. And all I kept thinking about is like, what the fuck? This needs to be quick. I need to glue this disco ball <laughs> to my head. I was thinking I was going to be in and out. And it was so many kids like pushing past you and shit. I was like, this is way... Too. Imagine living there trying to get out of that shit show. I didn't even know it was a thing either. Like, it's a street called Ashley Oaks, and apparently it's... Is it a neighborhood called Ashley Oaks? Like, they made it seem like it was a thing. Like, welcome to Ashley Oaks. I'm like... Who that? said welcome to Ashley Oaks? No one said welcome. <laughs> I was like, who was the welcome committee? I don't know. I guess it's a little pocket, or it's a street. I don't fucking they know. They were nice houses. They were nice. expensive. Yeah. Actually, when you guys left, we went to her in-law's house, who's on the cul-de-sac. We went inside. Oh. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Some bougie shit. Apparently there's a producer in the area who goes all out. There was like full haunted houses, a full dance party in someone's yard. Yeah. It's pretty intense. We saw like a real Iron Man <laughs> with a chaperone. <laughs> Iron Man was a grown man. Oh. Yeah. Well, our costumes were a hit. We were getting so many compliments and I don't know what I didn't like I knew the Incredibles was popular, but I didn't realize it was like People were like thinking they were so impressed. Yeah, they were so impressed with us. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe because all three of you. Maybe, maybe it was cute. Yeah, like a fam's cute. I family. felt like this is normal. I, to I, me, this is like this is what you do on Halloween. Like, what do you mean? Why, do, what, well, why yeah. is this weird? I, but I, I did see a few families dressed up, but not as many as I would think either. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but it was fun. And then yeah, we went. Me and Jamila went to this Halloween party. We were dis- dead disco queens and. Um, her costumes were lit. They were pretty popping. It's okay. I'll fix it. Close the door. I'll fix it. Close the door, babe. Oh my god, look. You can tell they've had sugar. Look, look at Luna. Just hopping around in the background. <laughs> that ain't my child. We just gave them Halloween um, candy as a bargain to uh, leave us alone while we record this episode. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Halloween is just a bucket full of... Sugar. No, a sugar, but a bucket full of um, blackmail. Well, not blackmail, like incentives. You know, like a bargains. A bucket full of bargains. A bucket full of bargains. Is what it like, is, but it also is. like, oh, it's only temporary because this works for now. And then when we're done, they're going to be on crack. It's, it's, yeah, and we're going to have to deal with that. Well, actually, I'm dropping her off. So someone, else, someone like, else is gonna have to deal with that. I think it's I think it's baby daddy's weekend. Actually, <laughs> it's say Friday. What time is it? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm going out of town. So yeah. Um, speaking of out of town, last weekend, Erica and I and the kids and some other friends decided 
Now, Erica insisted that she needed to cross the Mexican border for her 31st fucking birthday. <laughs> she had never done it on wheels or some shit. She <laughs> needed to go past the border. <laughs> Despite everybody saying, like, hmm, are you sure you need to do that with the kids? And then she's like, no, 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 no. Wait, first of all, there was shit with Airbnb that, like, it was, like, misleading. She was, like, reluctant to book it, but then she booked it. She got locked in. And then when it comes time to go... Did you see our stories? We need to add this to the stories. I feel like my mom, my mom cursed me. She jinx, told me before, you? like, yeah, she jinxed me. She was just like, I don't think you should go. You, you should, have, you should be thinking ahead. Like, you have a, a, a child now. You can't just be like doing dangerous shit, Erica. And I'm Moms like, Moms think everything. Yeah, wait. Like, well, she only like, says this because of my Nicaragua experience, uh, where I, where we had to evacuate the country. And she told me before that trip that I shouldn't go. And that it was going to be dangerous. And I was like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And then it, everything went badly. So she was, she thought that that, basically she said that about this trip. And once we got there, it was fine. There was just a lot of mishaps to getting there. I, we drove, we got my, I turned my car on that morning. My engine light was on. I was like, huh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. This happened before. And I felt like my car's like settings are off. Like, because a, a Range Rover, like, it's all about, like, different lights pop on. And sometimes lights pop on and they turn off. And then they, it, they never appear again. So I just thought that's what it was. It wasn't what it was, clearly. Me and Jamila drove almost all the way to San Diego. And then we suddenly... We were, like, an hour from San Diego. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, my car, like, what isn't, like, going as fast Excelling. as it should be. And then, the, and then another light popped on that said I need coolant. And then, like, five minutes later, like, suddenly the, the front of my car is, like, steaming. And I pull over to the side of the road. And there's all this smoke coming out of my engine. And I'm like, fuck. And I have Floor with me, who just got hip surgery. Like, three weeks ago. <laughs> who insisted on coming. And I was like, okay, it's fine. She can come. It's going to be, like, a three-and-a-half-hour drive. It'll be quick. We'll get out. She'll, she can stretch and shit. Then I had to tow my car to this lot, pay this money for Wait, no Wait, not, not only reason. just tow the car, like we told us, the kids, <laughs> floor, we got there. They're like, oh, you guys could have died. The yeah. full gate, the fuel gate, like gauge is leaking. You don't smell that gas. Get out the car. Don't start the car. Don't start the car. Don't start the car. We had to unpack every single item, every single grocery that we had like packed the car to capacity with. <laughs> To go to this Airbnb. No, to then go to get a rental car. So, yeah, we had to get a rental car. We got the rental car. We came. We took a smoke break. We came back. (laughs) We had to reload the same amount of, like, fucking luggage and groceries. In a smaller car. In a smaller trunk. It took, like, every ounce of effort we ever had. Every out of, like, brain power. (laughs) Rubik's Cube. We get the kids back in. We get Floor back in the car. We're like, oh, shit, we need that Mexican insurance everybody's warning us about. We're waiting to get on the Mexican insurance. Then we've realized, like, the car's fucked up, and they're trying to get money out of Erica, but then she already signed this paper because we were too busy thinking, fuck, we need to get a rental car. So then she has to pay. She had to pay. I had to pay, like, $120 for, for them to, like, say the car's fucked broken, up. <laughs> which was weird, you know. So we get her. We're like, okay, let's go. We get back in the car. We're like, we go eat. No, we haven't eaten yet. We get back in the car. We start heading to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Everybody's hungry. We're sure everybody's oh, yeah. hungry, but we're ignoring it because we're trying to That's get to true. fucking Mexico. Everyone's like, okay, the kids fell asleep. We're like, okay, we're packed just, we're, in. We're an hour out. No, at this so, fast forward. We're twenty minutes from the border. <laughs> I see a sign. We're probably fifteen minutes from the border. Yeah, we're s- Ira, you have juice, babe. Go drink your juice. Then get some water, baby. 
You don't want to get the water? Irie, go get your own water. Go get your own water. So, we're, f we're what was that? <laughs> I think that was fine then. Oh, and then she did like an arm I thought punch. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I was like, okay, Irie, <laughs> spicy. Um, we get, okay, like 15 minutes from the Mexican border. Keep in mind it's Friday in California, in LA. It's traffic like a motherfucker. We get, and it's, we're already way behind because we had to get towed, get a new car. Wasn't sure if I wanted to cross the border at night. I was stressing out because everyone made it seem like like the cartel was going to be awaiting us on the other side. So 15 minutes away from the border, I say to Erica, hey, did you grab that half a joint that was in the middle console? And this bitch goes, <gasps> I said, what? She said, I left our passports in the other car. <laughs> I, like, could not say one word. I was just like, I just had to laugh. I'm like, you're fucking kidding. She's like, I swear to God. I was like, you're fucking kidding. She's like, I swear to God. Keep in mind, we turn, We had to, it's after hours. We had to call the mechanic. He had to meet us back there. We could just see all the traffic on the other side. Like, as we, like, are going back an hour, we're an hour away from the fucking car me mechanic. We drive an hour back to get this bitch's passports. Because <laughs> we were so busy trying to get out of there, we forgot. Then we, by that time, we had to eat. There was nothing we could, we had to take a breather and get, like, a little cocktail. We needed to regroup. We needed to regroup. Erica's like, should we get a hotel? I don't want to cross the border at night. I'm like, everyone's stressing me out. I had this, like, I thought it was totally fine. Like, I was down across the border whenever, but then everyone, all these opinions. One of our friends was there at the Airbnb already with her small baby. She's mm -hmm. like, I'm scared alone here. Our other friend's behind us. She's like, there's too many signs. It's bad omens. <laughs> this is a curse. Don't you think we should just turn around? Erica's like, so should just go home? She's like, I don't think we should cross the border tonight. I'm like, this is so fucking dramatic. We left the house at fucking 10. I got to Erica's house at 9 a.m. It's literally like Seven. 9 p.m. at this point. No, where we go eat. Yeah, why. it was like 8. I don't know why like we got, we went to a soul food restaurant in San Diego. Because we needed to feed our soul. Yeah, because <laughs> our soul was hungry. I'm like, after we were, I'm like, why did we come to a soul food restaurant in San Diego? That's all we could find that I, I we could we also eat fries. Food there. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was like, bitch. We aren't getting a hotel. To, let's just get there. We pack everybody back Floor in. Was, Floor was really the, the deciding factor. I was so concerned about her. I felt so bad. And she, I was like, Floor, what do you think we should do? She's like, mommy, vamonos. <laughs> let's go. Yes. yes. Let's and go. And I was like, all right, shit. Floor down. Let's uh, no, Jamila's ass is down. Like, let's, let's get go. there. Yeah. <laughs> but when we got there. It was cool. The house was cool. We Our friend had been there so long, she baked a full cake. She baked us. We walked into a literally a full baked cake. From, frost, from, from scratch. scratch. And frosting from, from scratch. scratch. Yes. Our friend's also like fucking superhuman, superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> she, today she's like, I don't, I forgot to text you back. Sorry. She's like, I, I really like the table, but I think I'm just going to build my own. I'm like, what friend in the fucking fuck universe would ever say no, I'm just gonna build my own dining room table. Oh, she's gonna build her own table. Yeah, oh. she because she can. I know. She I, built this. She literally built this. She can build some shit. I have a thing that the the thing that's behind us in our in our um, whenever we whenever we do post our clips, <laughs> Nisha built that. It's pretty dope. It is dope. Um, um, but we made it. 
the house was nice. It was right on the water. It was a little gloomy, but it was still nice. We had the whole jacuzzi, the pool. I didn't get in the pool. Jacuzzi. Yeah. It was like a little pit, a little fire pit out front of our place. Some lady came and cooked for us. Yeah. It was chill. We went to Rosarito, which I've never been to either, which definitely is like the underage drinking spot of Um, California. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Our friend got robbed within 15 minutes of being at the bar. (laughs) Pickpocketed. Someone literally took her wallet and her phone out of her out of her purse, and it was her that, birthday. It was her birthday. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, Jen. She also left her phone, let, lost her phone and her wallet, and when they went to Spain. Yeah. So she's done. <laughs> um. She still managed to have a good birthday. Literally, don't accept this house tequila when you go to Rosarito. Don't accept what? The house tequila. It's just watered down, terrible, the cheapest tequila. No, it's like Jose Cuervo Gold and some other With shit. water. Bitch, ain't no water, because how I felt the next day, it wasn't no water. No, we because we had so many. That woman just kept pouring them in our mouth over and over and over and shaking our head. I feel like somebody she was with was doing the stealing, because she was very distracting. She was. She had that whistle. She had a whistle. Yeah. She had the tequila bottle. She was pouring long-ass tequila shots. Um... And I said, this is a very bad idea. House tequila is always a bad idea. And shortly after, don't put it too close to this. Shortly after, um, yeah, blackout drunk. Woke up on the couch. Oof, I know. I, I was on I a woke pole. Up in- I was on a stage. I was in a crowd. I was, a, I was in an Uber, and I was on the couch. You were on the pole. Mila has some serious <laughs> pole dancing skills. I was. We were all impressed. I, we, and we all tried to do what she did. None of us could do it. it I don't was know. Impossible. I don't know if they were that impressive. No, they are. Like I feel like you. I, I feel like you were holding back because you were drunk. Like you probably could have like, done a flip. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because I was drunk, which was probably the best. No, decision. you probably could have like turned upside down. Oh my god! I went to my friend's house who just got one installed, and I don't think I can. <laughs> I think that's no. Um, but I do want to take some pole dancing classes. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Erica's looking at the shade room for current events, and so far she's come up with. It says the headline is wait. Ti and Tiny's daughter Zonique regrets her eye color surgery. Mama, <laughs> yes, babe. I want you to help me open this because I'm All right. Keep in mind our our new our current event news source is the shade room. <laughs> Ti and Tiny's daughter Zonique regrets her eye color surgery. Yeah. You think? I mean, why? Why would you? It's just too risky. It's too risky to just to have another eye color. <laughs> it's too risky. Oh my god, my nipples out. <laughs> We're gonna get flagged on YouTube if we ever put, we'll these put a little, a little um, flower over it. Okay. Um. Oh, is it still? Oh. Um. Yeah, it says, it's no secret that Tiny and her daughter Zonique Pullen had Pullins, had surgery to change her eye color, but Zonique admits it wasn't the best decision looking back. Is the eye color change worth it? I've never liked to recommend anyone to do it. I can say that the experience wasn't the best in the long term, but everyone is different. My eyes started bothering me. Mm. The doctor told me that you could possibly go blind. No shit. My thing is, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to judge anybody's parenting. Yeah, like, how the fuck are you going with your daughter? daughter? Why would you even recommend, like, the possibility she could go blind? You're like, yeah, get like me, get the blue eyes, girl. Did she think that that was, like, 
a, like a bonding mother daughter experience or something like we could yeah, almost lose our sight go. maybe imagine let's how, go do some risky shit and especially even now that she feels like she regrets it that her eyes bother her I'm sure as a mother I would feel some I would feel guilty for like encouraging her or allowing that unless she just fucking insisted that she go too but yeah she just it wasn't a good lead by example in that general. was terrible oh my god like if, if I don't know Fuck no. Fuck absolutely not. I don't care how old you are. You'll be 40 and I'll be like, hell no. You ain't getting no goddamn blue eye color surgery. So stupid. It's just too risky. Certain things you just don't do. You don't get piercings below your waist. You don't fuck with your eye color. I don't want to like pierce my pussy because what if something happens to it? I need that. I don't know. It's crazy. Tongue too. I wouldn't get my tongue pierced because I want to. I had my tongue pierced. You little slut. I know. Isn't that gross? It's so. Slutty. I mean, I, I really liked it though. But I only the only reason you're I slut. I know. <laughs> the only reason I took it out was because I got it in New York one time, and I was like, I went with my. I never forget. I went with my girlfriend. We were all three of us were on mushrooms, and we're like, let's get our like tongues pierced. <laughs> and then we How fucking, old were you? Eighteen. So we went to the tattoo spot. We, my friend was like, I'll go first. I was like, thank God, bitch, because I wasn't. <laughs> I need to know what this looks like first. I can't believe she did it that. in like two seconds. And she was like, didn't even hurt. And I was like, what? She didn't cry? No. What? And then I, and then like 20 minutes later, her tongue was like so swollen. But that was me too. Like I, my, my, it didn't hurt at all, actually. Really? Mm-mm. My other friend got her nipples pierced. Oh, I got my nipples pierced. I mean, I mean, mushrooms help. No, I don't think, I don't think I've mushrooms seen. would numb me, your pain. No, that's what I was thinking. I think it would make it worse. Um... Yeah, but it, it just kept hitting my teeth a lot, and it felt like it was gonna break them eventually. And also, it was just if I knew my mom, if she saw me, would kill me. So I was just like, "Fuck it!" I was gonna try and hide it and like get like a clear one. Oh yeah. But but I would play with it all the time. That's when it was fun. I'd be like, you know, like how to do that. It's so gross. That's when I was younger. So I, I knew I couldn't get it because my mouth is so big, and I would just be playing with it and being a slut with it all the time. So I just decided not to even put myself in that position because it looks fun to do that. <laughs> mm. Gotta dig for it. Um, I've done a lot of stupid shit as a kid. I got a I got a fifty dollar stupid turtle tattoo in Mexico when I was fifteen. No, I think I was like fourteen. Who is this girl that Champagne Poppy was flirting with? How old away? Let me see. <clears throat> Let me see. Steph, L- Steph London. Steph London? Steph London? <laughs> Steph London? Steph London? Steph Ladon? He loves him. He loves him a big, thick old, thick and thick. Yeah, until someone turns him over. Uh, is that gonna be you? That's gonna be me. That's you. Champagne pop. Are you the converter? You, you be changing niggas' minds about thick bitches. Just, just give me one you, night with you. You do though. You really do. You are that girl. I, I, I'm gonna show you a little something you ain't know. You ain't never seen. Guys before. are like, I don't like skinny 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 bitches. Jamila's like, oh yeah. Well, you ain't had this. You ain't had this skinny thick bitch. <laughs> it's happened. I've converted a few. Have you? I believe it. Um. It's also Jamila's boo thing, um, Stevie J's uh, birthday. Why would you tell everybody my business? <laughs> that was a secret off off mic confession. Confession. Confessional. I feel like you're not the only one. I said I have a secret question, Stevie J, which is I should not say that for so <laughs> many reasons. 
including that my friend's mom used to date him. <laughs> this guy that I used to date is, like, fake related to him. <laughs> so many reasons I shouldn't have said that, and you shouldn't have told, but anyway, yes. <laughs> I mean, we can edit it out. And that <laughs> You must edit out my secret. Remember course. that Stevie J shit? <laughs> edit that shit out. Um, um, there's something he's really nice and charming, and there's has to be a reason all these bitches are going nuts over there. That D, I can't lie. I'm a little curious what's going on in that. The bedroom. D is huge, and he he looks freaky. He looks like yeah, very he looks dirty, dirty, and like filthy, and like he knows how to. He can fuck and make love. Yeah, yeah, and he just looks like he says all the right shit. Yeah, like, shut but up. Like, I just want to see that face though. Oh, that face would be cool. that mouth. <laughs> Stop. That mouth he does. You know what I'm talking it's about? Gross. That little rat mouth. And he has those little round beady eyes. Yeah, he's he's not traditionally attractive. His body is banging. Yeah, for him to be 47, he's looking good. Um, and in person, he's very charming and sweet. That's the thing. He's very personable and like, oh, Stevie. But um, I actually like him and Faith together a lot. Hmm. I think they're like the perfect R&B, classic R&B couple. Crazy. Hopefully they keep it. Keep it clean. What? Sorry. I said I hope Steve. <laughs> I like Stevie and Faith as a couple. Oh, I oh. hope they keep it clean. Like what? Like don't like fuck it up. Like clean. Like, what do you mean keep it clean? Hope they like clean. don't. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But they don't indulge together. Oh my like, god! Why, why makes you say that? Does Faith have like a drug problem? She used to. Did she? I thought she just smoked weed. No, she had a cocaine addiction. Oh god! Oh, that's a, not a good pairing. That's Unless why they. That's why they look happy all the time. <laughs> that's why they're so motherfucking happy all the no, time. No, maybe they're sober. I mean, I'm hoping they're just sober, happy together. But yeah, I remember she, when she was on that uh, art. Like, what is that R and B divas or some shit? They discuss it. Um. Oh my god, she's not really white? It was a fake? Yeah! I knew it. I knew she did it for publicity for that song. But how did she be white, like, on her hands? Because they painted them. I'm kind of, I'm like not mad at it. I'm not going to, thank God, I'm so glad. Okay, we're talking about Spice. I knew it. We're talking about Spice, who, what's her name? Spice, her name's just Spice, right? I guess she's a, um, she was a she's, previously on hit, Love and Hip Hop. She's and a Jamaican, a re- like, reggae artist. artist. Reggae artist. And she, like, <clears throat> supposedly had bleached her lightened her skin and done this and like was trying to bring awareness to colorism in, the, in her community that you know all these women want her say she's too black so she so she, and then so then she went and lightened her skin and then everyone dissed her and made fun of her and she was just bringing awareness to the cause of colorism within I think I mean obviously in the black community, but I'd specifically really in those like Jamaican community, Jamaican the Caribbean community, they're like they're yeah, Car- into that bleaching shit. Car- Caribbean community for sure. I mean it's in all of the black. I mean you know. I think they're just more open about it. About it being yeah yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so many of the big artists that these girls look up to are doing it. So I mean even Azalea Banks lighting her skin. Oh really? Yeah. Um, this one she this Spice Girl had a, a song titled Black Hypocrisy. Um, and I guess she talks about that. Yeah, and so it was, a, it, she said it was not a publicity stunt, but it seemed like it was. She wanted to create awareness to colorism. Um, I commend this. I, you know what, though? When she had like a, she had like a interview about it, 
And she was just like, because I did it because that's what my community keeps telling me. I'm so black. I should do that. I, her nonchalantness made me feel like. I think she said that pe she said pe most people got the misconception that I was boosting skin bleaching. But ironically, it was opposite. So a lot of people said that she was promoting it by because when she was when she was in bleached or makeup, whatever she was in, she was just saying, like, this is what I want. This is what, you know, everyone told me they wanted. And right. here I am. And now you're mad at me for doing this. So right. that's why people thought like she was promoting it. To put an end to the debate, I did not bleach my skin, and I quote, proud proud of me color, love me pretty black skin, respect <laughs> due to me strong melanin. <laughs> I like that. Words for my black hypocrisy song that I wrote from my heart. Hmm. hmm. Well, she certainly got our attention. Oh my God, speaking of colorism, we have to talk about Dr. Phil and Treasure. Oh my God. <laughs> we have got We almost forgot about Dr. Phil and Treasure. Um... Did you guys see the Dr. Phil episode with Treasure, the teenager who's black, but her mom told her that her white husband who recently passed was her biological father. So she was under the impression that she was actually white and black. And when he passed, her mom decided that she should uh, reveal the truth that that was not actually her biological father and she wasn't mixed. However, Treasure refused to believe it. And she had some very um, crazy, like, racist things to say about black people how ugly they were um she looks 100 percent black <laughs> i don't know where she ever believed that existed she is a dark-skinned beautiful black girl and she's delusional well she's delusional and she, the quotes man the quotes were like the sound bites she was like don't you see my naturally straight hair <laughs> it was like an old press out Wait, I need to. I want to low key pull up just the clip of her talking. Is it too long? Okay, you have to go look it up. You, you have it? No, I don't have it ready. Okay. Actually, no. I, I gotta pull it up. I think I found it. Control identity crisis. Right up. She truly believes she's white. When Treasure was five years old, I've noticed Treasure was having issues with her race. She wouldn't play with the black children. Treasure would mangle or destroy her black dolls. She would cut their heads off, pull off their arms. She would pretend that they were the white doll's slaves. Well, my mom bought me beautiful white dolls instead of buying me the ugly, big lip black doll. I felt mortified. I was a single mom trying to support a family. We couldn't afford to stay in our beautiful home we moved from a mostly white affluent neighborhood to the city which was mostly african-american from the suburbs to the hood i was not anything like other black people they were all hood rats and they were all ghetto they all act like monkeys her school was predominantly african-american she started to say very racist things in public like i hate black people's hair they're dirty she would call them the n-word it made me feel good to put down an african-american person because it helps them stay in their place <laughs> african-american kids that i was around were all ugly looking and losers they're all gorillas <laughs> My daughter is a racist against her own race. What I find the most yeah, I need to fast forward to the press. If, if you've ever gone to their website, that's a lot of time on social media. I don't even look at her Facebook page. It's oh too painful. <gasps> I don't care. She posts Confederate flag. As a parent, I kept expecting her to just outgrow it and thinking she would change. I, I pretty much was like an ostrich, put my head in the sand. And okay. I think it's a teachable moment. And anyway, for Treasure, she don't she don't know she she's transracial. Treasure is <laughs> trans da Dave Chappelle in <laughs> the uh, 
white power <laughs> um, oh. clip, except she's not blind. <laughs> she's like, look at my lips. They're not big and ugly like black people. Her, this girl's lips are huge. They're, They're beautiful full. and full, full and huge and juicy. She's like, look at my slim nose. I don't have a wide nose. My naturally straight hair. I have white blood pumping through my veins. That's, yeah, that's a quote. <laughs> um, and then we, and then I saw another article that was her alleged sister, that said that she was lying. The mom was lying. They just did it to go to Hollywood and get a check. Her mom put her up to it. And if you go to her Facebook, you will see she has many black friends. <laughs> I mean, whether, if it is true, I don't even know how, how I would deal with that with Irie. I have no clue. Oh, I see Irie coming towards the door. Yes? Okay, I'll get you another one. Go in there. No, I don't need it. Throw it in the trash. Just throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Irie. Okay, thank you. It goes in the trash, though. You know it's trash. Go, go put it in the trash. Oh, my God. It's gonna be one of those days. It's gonna be one of these episodes, guys. What is that? Uh, please hold. Sorry about that. We're back. Um, but anyway, I was just saying, like, I don't know what I would do if that was, like, if that was Irie. If she uh, suddenly, like, like, how do you deal with those type of things as parents? Like, she's, like, like a teenager. I think, obviously, we'll, we'll figure that out when it comes. But, like, teenagers, they're, like, fully functioning ad- semi-adult humans with, like... The skills with, like, to observe. To, yeah. to, like, make their own minds up and... I think, I mean, I think I'm already starting to deal with that now. My kid is, like, making her own, like realizes what she likes and what does she doesn't like and yeah. sometimes it's not in line with what I want her to like do mm-hmm. you know um I don't know what I would do like you could you send him to like all the multicultural black events you could find force her to go to HBCU I don't know <laughs> I would that would I'm insane. I hope it's fake I would take her to a therapist I hope it's fake because that is quite great that's crazy. It's and and then if it is false and that mother did put her daughter up to that, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, it's all crazy. Like to go on national television and talk like that's no, that's crazy. That's all the news I got, girl. Because uh, besides Laura Pippen filing for divorce. <laughs> Because of Shade Room. Maybe we should start playing ABC or, I don't know, something I, legit. I, I don't only look on the Shade Room. I mean, I look, I, you know, I like the little on CNN, too. <laughs> ABC News. Voting's coming up. That's important. That's really important. People, please get out there and vote. Your vote does matter. You know, we're in such a, a crucial time right now. And I feel like it did have to happen. I had to get to this point. Unfortunately, you know, it's it's had a lot of... Irene, please stop. Anyway, I feel like we have to get we had to get to this point. I think everything happens for a reason, even Donald Trump. But <laughs> the time is now, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's turn the page and try to get something different in there. I I'm not I'm not one that thinks like Demo- the Democrat the Democratic Party is this all like encompassing party that has everything right at all. I don't know what I don't know what people's politics are, but I think politics in general is a dirty game. Period. People do whatever they want to do to get their agenda pushed forward, but. I'm sorry, the Republicans, I have have no soul. They literally have no soul. It's insane. 
not every single Republican, but like it doesn't matter to them what they have to do to get their shit passed. I think it's all about money, and it's hard for me to like. Then don't be, you can't become be Become very interested in politics because I just think it's it's all some bullshit, and they all have like monetary gain, and there's just it's corrupt. It's really not like a democracy like we'd like to think. Nonetheless, definitely still vote. I mean, if it means anything, it's it's important enough. To Are you gonna do. vote? Yeah. Finally, I remember you remember well. Oh, Jesus, my phone. Yeah, I am. Did you vote for president? I didn't. Why? I just don't feel like I feel like what they want to happen is going to happen. So then, why are you voting now? Because I I'm sick of him tweeting my phone and <laughs> just hopes that maybe it does matter. I mean, I just would rather whether it matter. I don't know for sure. That's just my theory because I'm a conspiracy theorist, psycho. But if it does matter, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm all about you know supporting. But how can you say it it didn't matter? I think that in general, overall, I think there's a power that be and it's 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 manipulated. I think it's like it, they would like the mass of people to think like your your vote matters and you have control over this and that. But I think when it comes really down to it, I think overall there's an agenda and it's it's primarily money movement and I don't think I don't know if like we when we go and our voter cast our ballots like is there someone really back there I don't know I, I just don't know I, it's such an evil government that I would not doubt if it didn't fucking matter whoever is supposed to be in office is going to be in office because whatever agenda they are trying to fucking arrange just like you can pay lobby like you know it's just there's just obviously corrupt shit that doesn't make any sense we have this checks and balances system this judicial system and it all really logically a lot of it doesn't make a lot of fucking sense because it's not really it's made for some other shit um, but I am going to vote, and I think everybody else should too. Even if you're a conspiracy theorist like myself, my, I mean, in case it matters, I, my vote matters. I think that I, I feel that side of it, but I also feel like, in some ways, it's like, well, then, why are why like like activists that feel so passionately about voting and and and, and people's and trying to get certain rights and laws and everything passed, like. Why would why, they work so hard? If why it would they work so hard if it makes no difference? I mean, why I'm not are people saying, like Angela Rye on the front line? I'm of, like, not saying it doesn't change. make a difference. I think we need those people on the front line. I think we need more people like that on the front line. I think there, and thank God, there are people who are paying attention that are who are lawyers. I know people who are civil rights activists that are you know study the law and they do make changes and they do see results. And I'm not saying on that level that that's not possible, but I think ultimately behind the scenes yes those little things matter and there's changes being made thank god but overall i just think that there's like this secret billion dollar agenda that benefits like the 10 percent of the people who have the wealth and they manipulate manipulate shit the way they want but that doesn't yeah i mean i'm not saying don't be involved i i admire those people like um what's his name never mind i can't remember but my name is Sean. Jones. Oh, Sean King. Yeah, Sean King. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, enough of my. And anyway, conspiracy speaking of theory. villages and voting, <laughs> maybe not villages, Perfect. voting <laughs> colonies. Where Feeling we supported start. by a community. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to talk about ha- ha- the importance of having a, tr- a mom tribe or a village. Because if you're a mom, you do know, even if you're not a mom, I'm sure you also know, it takes a village. 
especially when you're a single mom, it takes a village. Even when you're not a single mom and you're married, it still takes a village. It takes multiple people to help raise a child. Mm-hmm. Um, it's perfectly normal. A lot of people like feel like they're supposed to do everything by themselves. I did. And you don't. And you shouldn't have to. Not possible. Do you, should, should you touch that? Irie, please don't. Um, yeah. It's, I think, I think, you know, when I got pregnant, I was like, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not going to need a nanny. I'm not going to need that help. I'm going to be totally fine. I'm going to just be able to do it all. It'll be fine. And then you have a baby and you're tired and there's not enough hours in the day to get everything done and you also want to pursue your passions and you also want to hang out with friends and feel like a human and you might not be with your baby daddy so you're trying to also like you know work on that also and it's just not fucking possible find a boo also clean the house I clean the house and keep it clean and keep your body clean and eat get well gas, and replace and the feel batteries f- feel and your f- fire alarm feel fulfilled you know what I mean like it's just it's just not it doesn't I'm sure there's people out there that are doing it, but I'm sure they're not happy. Yeah, you need help. And, and I mean, I know a lot of women who do it in, in, in places they're not from. They don't have a big community. The, um, you have to be open to finding friends. You have to be open to the help. Even if it's like joining a mom group, you know, cornering a bitch in the corner that you know has a baby. <laughs> Um, even like I think like I Luna's not really into any extracurricular activities, even though like that's my bad. I need to do that. She keeps jumping off of shit in my house all the time. She wants to be in gymnastics or <laughs> yeah, tumbling. Get or that something. baby in gymnastics. <laughs> She's already <laughs> maybe a gymnast. Um, she oh like at classes. I'm sure there's other moms there. You know, hee hee ha ha. I mean, I, I think early on I, I realized that I needed some sort of connection to something. I because I think my friends, a lot of my friends, were still out partying and. I just didn't have the community I thought I would have in some of my in some of my friends at that time. Mm-hmm. There's a few, you know what I mean. Oh, you, before you had the baby, you thought none of these people are going to be in my village. I thought they would. Oh, and, and then you have a baby, and, and then you they're, realize they're not like, down. They're not down yet. Maybe they're not ready. They're, you have nine months to prepare for a baby. Your friends don't. It's just like they see their friend from time to time. They're pregnant, and then bam, there's a baby. And it's like, even when I, you're pregnant, you start to realize who's not going to be down. There's either. that, but I also I think I think with something that people don't talk about is like that growth that needs to happen within your friend group too, because they also kind of adopt a baby. You That's know what true. I mean? Especially if you have really close friends, like I, I think we both do. I, I think people automatically just like they just think that I have a baby. Like, duh, you're supposed to say, help me, help me. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. And it should be like that. Absolutely, it should be, but it isn't always like that. And I, then, and we, and I think a lot of times, I know I have, I've held it against friends, and some of them they deserved it because they still ain't shit now, but some of them just needed time to really understand oh, okay. their this, role. This is how, how I can help this, now. Yeah, like how do I fit in? How do I help? And I think a lot of women that are listening right now that maybe don't have kids, maybe you've gone through that too, where like your friend has a kid and you don't really know. You're like, I'm not really a kid person. I'm still not really a kid person because sometimes that happens. You know what I mean? And like, it isn't until now you my have your that I really own like child. As a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think I have such a good community, and they they like rally around me so easily and quickly that I forgot that there is that disconnect with some friendships that happens because you're right. Your 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 crew gains a baby, and when you're the first baby, it's it's different and mm-hmm. um and then you can't you're not partying as much there's it's just a different level of friendship yeah i think you kind of weed out some friends in that that 
that stage. Oh, yeah, I for sure weeded so many. I, I weeded out friends in pregnancy. And, and, well, that's what I'm saying. And then I read so many, like, um, birthing books. I read, like, I do, I was really into birth. But I think a lot of that is, I told my friends, like, okay, when I have a baby, like, you may need to make dinner for me, like, a couple of nights out of the month or three. <laughs> <laughs> when I bring the baby home, you can, like, you can bring home, like, some frozen pre-mailed foods. Like, you can do my dishes. I read that in a book. Mm-hmm. So, like, See, yeah. I didn't even think to. I didn't even because because all because I think also I have that mentality that I can handle everything by myself. I can do it all. Um, but when I realized I couldn't do it all, then I was like, "Well, where are my friends? Where are you? Hello, right?" Um, but also, I had been like, "I don't need you. I'm fine. Thanks. Right, right, you right. know, like I got it. I got it." And I think I think part of it was me pushing them away too because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do this, especially because. You know, throughout my pregnancy, I didn't full, I didn't necessarily have a, a support of my family consistently through throughout it. So I was like even more so, Irie, stop trying to prove a point. Yeah, I was more so even trying to prove that. Yeah, I got this. You know, um, but yeah, I think I think now I think a lot of my friends that maybe I felt not fully supported by are now you know either starting to think about having kids, are pregnant have a kid now and they're like oh hey erica and they get it and they get it yeah. you know what i mean um i don't i wonder i i often wonder what i would have been like had i not been the first one like mm, with my, one of my friends, friends right. because i didn't like kids before right like i really did not like want to have really have a kid I, I started thinking about it more and more like probably the last like year before i had irie but before that i was like Mm-mm, really no, no. I was like, I don't want a kid. I don't, like, I'm too selfish. I don't really even like to be around them. So I can't imagine, like, wanting one. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Yeah, and I told you this. Like, I was the one that wanted to be moved in the airplane. Like, I don't want to be, no. I don't, please don't, no, don't ask me to babysit, please. So that's why, like, which no one ever did because I didn't have any friends with kids. <laughs> so that's why I wonder, like, had, like, one of, had, like, Nisha or, like, my friend Steph or, like, anyone else, like, had a, a kid first, would I have been that supportive friend? I think I think maybe I would have. Maybe that would have sparked my interest in children because seeing like someone that I love have a baby makes you love makes you makes you love them. I think my Nisha's told me that too. Like, cause she's the same way as me. Like, she was the same. Like, didn't like kids. And then once I had Irie, like she started. I even noticed it too, though. I noticed at first she was a little hesitant with mm. Irie, and over time, like it, I, it, I've it, seen it, her it like. Uh, maternal instincts grow and grow into the point where now she has a child and she's very maternal, you know? Um, Which I think is what happened with me too. Um, But yeah, community is, I mean, the village is so crucial. I mean, I think my village is really my family. I don't really put Irie on like my friends. I think the only person who's ever watched Irie like overnight has has been like her godmom. Um, Who's her godmom? Well, oh, you're a godmom. Well, she daughter? has like three. Okay, Dana, my cousin Dana, um, and then her godmom Romo, Jessica Romo. Yeah, Jessica. That's yeah. Um, any other friends? No. And I think also because people have offered and then I've asked and then they're like, oh, I have to do a did and I'm like, all right, girl. Never, like, I never right. asked you before. You know, yeah. like you always people say they, they want to help me. you, yeah. and then you call and they're like, "Well, actually, I'm um," 
I and so I was like, okay, never mind. And yeah. so I just I know that she's gonna get the best care ever with my family, also, and I'm like very paranoid about that too. I'm just like, what what are they gonna do? Are you gonna watch her? You don't even have a kid. Do you even know how to be with a kid? Um, that mostly it's my mom, Floor, her dad, and maybe two girlfriends. But then that's my tribe. But now I have obviously I have other friends that have kids, but. I don't know. I, I, I think you you have a different like scenario. You have like multiple girlfriends that you can that you drop. Well, well I, like my, my two, but I so because I grew up here, my two best friends like we've grown up together like sisters. So and one of which doesn't have a kid. So it, I think it makes it her more um, more like into it. And her and Luna are close, but me and her are super close. We've known each other since we we're five. So it's literally like her, you know, her aunt. It's her mm-hmm. godmother. Mm-hmm. But also my 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 daughter's father is a spoiled child and he has two retired grandparents and she's the first grandchild so there's it's rare that they are not you know available available. um my mom lives close by she'd be acting like she got shit to do sometimes but like there's her you know what i'm saying and then there are my two friends who i'm super close with you gotta be quiet you can't talk in here is that does that toy make noise? If it makes noise, you can't bring it. That's too much toys, Luna. It's too loud. I think I think also like when you like when I imagined what a, a tribe is before I even had a kid, I imagined it being a bunch of women that also have kids. No, you know what I mean? That, that's not. That's not true. Close that door, Luna. And that's why, like, I, when I, when I, like, I joined Jimboree for Irie. Like, I wanted her to, like, socialize. But also me, I felt like I needed to, like, socialize with other people with children. I think mostly because I felt like I didn't have anyone to relate to. Right. Um, it, within my circle of friend, girlfriends. Were, were, and how did that, like. Uh-uh. No. No, you guys, you guys. Hold no, on. you guys can't play with that stuff in here. It's too loud. Go on, if you guys are going to play, go in the other room and play together. Yeah, go in the other room. Most kids want freedom. I know. You guys want to just literally sit under the table that we're <laughs> recording at. <laughs> go on, go, Luna, go show Irie your toys. Okay, Irie, open the door for Luna. She can't open it. She's holding all that stuff. Can you help her? And then close it behind you. Uh-huh. Okay, go. Go, go. She, she can see all of it. In a minute. Go, but go, go, go count all the toys. Can you count them all? No. Too loud. Close the door. We'll be done in five minutes. Okay, close the door, though. Can you close the door, please? I'm so proud of her hairstyle. <laughs> so proud. Um, what were you asking me? Oh, do you think going to the mom jury, mom jamboree shit? Did you connect with any moms? No, there? no, none. They're all weird. That's what I was thinking. That's another thing. It's it would be hard to find I our community. I joined Facebook groups. We should start a membership, like a networking, because like our type of moms. Like I don't even think me and you smoked weed the first time we hung out with the kids. Probably. No, we did. Pretty sure we did. <laughs> we did yeah. at Tani's. Maybe we drank. We drank wine. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, like, how do you? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if I went to a Jimboree mom event, 
I would not find you it. You feel different. like you're gonna be like on your best behavior. Yeah, like hello. Like, it feels my, very vanilla. I'm wearing my cardigan today. Feels very vanilla. I, 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 I guess that's probably why I didn't connect with anyone there. I just felt like I wasn't, I couldn't really be myself anyway. And like, there's a, there's like, I don't know, the one over here in Encino is just like super. Yeah, it's square. like super square. Like, mm. it was just strange. Uh, but then I joined. I even joined like uh, Facebook mom groups where at least I could, I could at least talk to moms and reach out for advice on things. But I never really met up with any moms. Even now, recently, I, I got, I, I was approved into. A very, very exclusive, very elite mom mom group. group. Um, it's like the So House of Mommy groups. I can't. And wait I'm to still. So, I don't even participate. I'm the worst. I like never respond to emails. I thought you just started. I mean, I've been a, a member for like a month at this point. Okay, I really can't wait for you to go to the classy event. We should start a membership networking crew for like good moms that make bad choices, <laughs> because that's a certain crew. It's, but this group that I'm in, it's a lot of work. This girl who runs it, okay, uh, uh-uh, no. This girl who runs it puts a lot of effort into. I'm sure it's like her only job. It, she puts a lot of effort into it, and I'm like, this is a full time job. Just, just, just the email send outs themselves. Just to engage, and then in, in making sure that you have events planned a few times a month. And, it's a few times a month. Yeah, and like they're all cool and like, Cla- like classy and shit. Pictured, yeah. And then, like, gathering, like, there's this blast email that they send out with, like, moms can, like, pr- promote their, like, whatever they have going on or, like, if they need an intern or blah, 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 you know? Mm. It's a lot. But, yeah, me trying to find my, that was me trying to find my village, not realizing, realizing my village is right here. Like, I have my family and I have my, you know, I have Jessica and I have my, you know, my Dana and the people that have, like, stepped up and been like, please, can I take her? Let me take her to a birthday party. Like, th- that's what really, like, I feel like, that's what I needed because I'm so prideful and I want to do everything. I needed someone to be like, I'm going to come get her and I'm going to take her. Is that okay? Right. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. It's, sure. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, then. So sometimes I think like if you don't have kids or maybe if you do have kids and your friend is having a kid and you don't know how to support them, but you think like, you know, just sometimes just saying like, hey, if you ever need help, like, let me know isn't enough. Sometimes you just have to like act like actually just say like, hey, I'm going to do this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Taking her. I, you know, at least that's what I needed for me to realize, okay, this is my village. I mean. I and sometimes it takes that to realize you need a break. Right. You're like, oh, okay, this is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as the mom, it takes you communicating that to other people to say, hey, I need a break. And that's okay, too. You know, like, don't kill yourself and or your kid trying to, like, do everything do everything alone even if it takes telling your partner like hey i need more help mm-hmm. um even your family and if some people don't have the option to rely on like close friends because i just realized we're super lucky to have as many close friends as we do i'm more lucky that we live in the same state as our family yeah because- really that because like i see people that have kids that who both both of them don't have family in, right. in the same state. I know. I have a single mom friend who lives out of state from her family, and her baby daddy is not around. And I saw, like, the amount of money, A, she pays in child care, which mm-hmm. is insane, and B, just, like, the, having to sacrifice the time. And then when you have to pay for child care for work, you don't mm-hmm. have the option to so. pay for child care just to go out. Mm-hmm. So it's just... I mean, look at Amina. Amina, right. like, her family lives in Germany. Right. And her, the baby father, her baby daddy lives in New York. Right. She's here alone with two kids. Right. Like, under yeah. four. Right. Two kids <sighs> under four. Like, oof. 
that's a that's a that's full-time a lot of job work. it's a lot of work you really gotta want she she must really want to be here yeah because you know like i can't imagine like I, that help is priceless to me i will right. move to it to it yeah you know what i mean and, but at the same time i feel like you have to be open because i also know i have well i know moms who've moved to different places for different reasons with their kids no baby daddy like i would I, I, you, you can move to the help but some people don't even have the option to do that and sometimes when you're compelled to move uh, elsewhere sometimes you got to take the risk and do that too and just you know be open to the the village coming to you and creating a new one uh, or creating one at all because i don't believe in like never moving or never doing the shit you want to do because you don't you, you know limiting yourself because your family lives here and not living anywhere else but also keep in mind you know that you got to like really put in the effort to find a village and find people you trust that you can spend time together with your kids and also have a, an outlet to drop them off mm. oh my god it's so hard being a mom <laughs> like then to trust people does does your baby daddy have like friends that he would drop like how you have like he would drop Luna off to like does I mean I'm just curious like what do men do? like he has his parents that he lives with right which is very convenient um but no, I don't think guys do that. And I think he's done like said shit to me a few times, like trying to push my buttons. Like, oh, my girlfriend, uh, my 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 homegirl, so and so is gonna watch something. Like, your girlfriend, who in the fuck is who? <laughs> <laughs> like, my whole thing is, nigga, I've known you for six, seventeen years. If your homegirl so into Puchoku, I'd never heard of her. It's not your homegirl, and no, you will not be. Shop her to my homegirl down the street. Mm-hmm. Um. But my dad's also like really handsome. My dad's not here right now. Like he's on, he's in um, Amsterdam. But when he is here, he's into the kids. Like he'll take the kids. I'll pick them up. It's like no, no question. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's into it. Even when I was a kid. Like, yeah, I guess if like if, if my baby daddy was like, yeah, I gotta go, I'd be like, <laughs> that's real, real funny. Unless it's I somebody you really, really know. But like, I don't know if I would let. I don't know if I would you let. Luna be alone with the guy. A guy. I mean, I don't want to be like I want to say yes, but I also I guess I guess I'd have to know him really well. Yeah, obviously. I mean, like I've lived with cousin Chris, like you know, like more like mornings I have to go work or something. So I mean, that's true because Iris like uh, Sebastian has watched yeah so. I think that it's just gonna be like very maternal. I guess, but but I guess like I guess I mean I think even. If you, I think it's just something you have to think about before you have a kid too. Like, who do it, I have on? Who to do lean I have? On? Yeah, who do I have to lean on? If you don't, if you can't think of any, then maybe you shouldn't have one because you're you're not. It's really hard to do it by yourself. It really is. And if you don't have anyone to lean on, then you kind of need to look at like, why don't I have anyone to lean on before you start before you start introducing life into this world? But Erica, I, I like I said, I, I cannot reiterate this more. I, I'm just realizing it, but like. Having friendships as adults is we're so lucky that we have as close of friends we do. I have like I don't know if it's the cancer. I have hella very close friends. I meet women all the time who are like they don't have any friends. They don't have anyone they trust. They don't have and I I don't know how because I don't know how that happens. I don't have a lot of friends either. I have a lot of acquaintances, but I have a few sm- sm- small circle. I have like five girlfriends. That's some bitches have zero. Well, then there's something wrong with you. I think that too, but I think that's us just like being overly lucky and not realizing. I don't think it's luck. I don't think it's luck. You put, what you put out, you get back what you attract. That is the law. I'll be honest. Sometimes if I meet a bitch and she's like, 
especially if you live in the city that you grew up in and you have not one single friend from like childhood or other or college or high school or shit the last five years i do wonder what's up because i've been making friends too easily i mean and there's that too but i'm just saying like you have one friend yeah you know what i mean i mean i know there's i know that people don't i know there's some people out here that are very like lonely but you have to then why though there's a reason it's Sometimes just it's not you not being open it's not just that way just because that's how the cards fell for you in life <laughs> you know what i mean like that's just not that's just not how it goes there's, there's always a reason, you know what I mean? And, you know, if you're the common denominator, you know what I mean? You're the common Somet- denominator. Sometimes I think what, sometimes people like get in relationships and lose friends or, yeah, but you do have to reflect. Then you have to look, st- you have to look at your pride. Are you a prideful person? Mm-hmm. Is that why you're pushing everybody away? Right. And that's why you don't have any friends. What are you, are you a negative person? Do people not want to be around you because maybe like everything is, can't, I can't, I can't, or like, or I can't do this, I can't do that, I won't do this, you know? Or, you know, are you a drama-filled person? Does Do bad things just always happen to you? You know what I mean? And, like, why is that? I think there's all these are all things that you should need to look at everybody. And, and you guess what? Every one of us has a little bit of all of that in us. But it's just, like, I just feel like we have a responsibility to look at ourselves and, and realize what is the why is it that this is happening and then do I want to introduce life into this right you know because having a child it's a huge responsibility and you want it's selfish if you just do it because you want a companion yeah that's that's deep you know what I mean I get wanting you you wanting love and stuff and you will you will get love but like whatever you have been putting out there, and that has pushed everyone away, you're going to put that onto your child because you are her only example or mm-hmm. him, or he is your only example. You are his only example. So you just, I don't know. Like, I know I when I had a kid, I wasn't, I didn't think this deeply into it. I did not plan ahead. I, in fact, I wasn't trying. I wasn't planning at all. Um, but thankfully, I've, I've never had to, I've never wondered, like, I've never been in the position where I felt like I don't have any friends or I don't have any support system. You know what I mean? But if you do have that, you don't have children, you're thinking about having a child, you need to think about who's, who's your tribe. Who your tribe is, or no, you need to think about who your tribe is, and you need to think about, you know, why don't I have a tribe at all? Zero, one, not one person, person I can, can call, call on. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't stress the importance enough. I mean, I'm, I feel, like I've said it a lot, I'm I feel almost lucky to be co-parenting because I do have the opportunity, which I know other parents don't, to have a break and to do my own thing and to, and to you know, drop the baby off and go out and feel safe about it. Um, but I think, like, even in a marriage, even in a relationship with your, your child's parent, father, or whatever, you should even, that even more reason you should have the opportunity to say, I need a break, take them, and still do, do you and find time to do you. Because I feel like I know so many also people who are in relationships with kids and they feel stuck and they feel like they are not living and they're, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then you're, you're playing this role of wife, mm-hmm. quote unquote, or, or what that looks like to you and you're supposed to be just the stay-at-home mom and not want to go out with your girlfriends. And that's also bullshit. Mm-hmm. You got to find that. You got to find that. Because tribe means you're, you're like the person you lay down with and have a kid too. Of that course, includes, that just includes the tribe. Yeah, 
Of course. And the people they associate with. Yeah. Their parents, their sister, their, you know, those are things to consider. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, it's just so important. And I don't, I think also the idea of, like, introducing more children into your, like, if you want to have more kids... Um, it's almost like, do you think when having kids, like, you need to th- keep your tribe in mind? What do you mean? Like, if you're not ready? No, not like that, but just, like, do you know, it's, you like, having a lot of kids, like, you, you, your tribe can't take care of all of them all the time. No. I think the more kids you have, the bigger tribe you have to have, because then you might have to spend You have to expand your tribe, yeah. right? Because... You can't expect your friend to want to watch your three kids so you can go out. <laughs> right. All three. You know? Be like, hey. Fuck. You know? Like, trying to finesse that. Like. That's why you had that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, up. you want three kids, bitch. But also, your your tribe doesn't want to watch your three kids all the time. You know? Like, I'm, maybe that's not the right way to say it. Like, I can't <laughs> say, like, no, that's the right way to say it. But saying what I, what I said before was, like, should you keep your tribe in mind when having kids? No, absolutely not. You're doing it for yourself, but you also just have to know that then... I mean, do you have the means to do it? Can you, do you have the means to do it and just know you, your me time is, is decreasing in rapid child. speed? <laughs> Seriously, that's true. Because I used to want five kids, and now that I got this one, I'm like, hmm. No. <laughs> Hell to the no. I can barely think as is. Oh, my God. I want another baby, but me too, Loki. I'm feeling like I mean, I need a man first, right. but I want that's and I need to vet him well because these niggas be out here fooling I, bitches. It's fooling bitches. <laughs> I have post trauma baby daddy disorder. <laughs> and for that reason, like I think I want more kids, but I'm scared, bitch. I'm real scared. Mm. Pull out game must be strong. Birth control. Because it's so scary, like, especially when you had plans to be with someone. Well, and also, I think, I think your relationship, not think, I know, <laughs> your relationship changes. So whatever was before, may not it's be. a whole new thing. So not a whole new thing, but it's definitely redefined, and you don't know, if, I didn't sign up for this. There's a strain on the relationship. It's like, I didn't sign up for this relationship, I signed up for the other relationship. Where's that one? Oh, now we have a kid, so it's different. Right. Like, especially if you have a relationship that's purely based in, like, sex, that's very sexual, I feel like that's not going to last. I feel like it wouldn't last. Well, I feel like if you have a relationship that isn't very sexual, it's definitely, that's going to be even more death. I know, but, like, just imagine, like, if you have a relationship that's based off just, like, pure passion and just that. like Just that. Not that. Well, that's that's because that's why that can be confusing because you can start to think that, Everything's a, fine because half the time you're just in in you're just living in this like passion world where it's lusty. not yeah. So when you actually have a child, you know, like when you're pregnant, you don't sometimes you don't want to you don't want to do it. And you know, after that, you have your when you give birth, you're tired. You know, like you don't want to do that either. And if that's what your relationship was based on, then the other person is going to be totally unfulfilled. And there's you have nothing to stand on. Your relationship has nothing to stand on. Yeah, that's true. But I, I still think sex after children and like maintaining the passion in a relationship is very, very, very important. Of course, it's important. 
But sometimes it's, it's not the, it's not the priority. No, For me, it's, it was no, not sex the is not the priority. Especially in the beginning. Okay, it was not it's the just, just some people it is though. You know, just but for me it wasn't. That's why I have to like no. Look, my partner, my next partner, gotta know. Look, you ain't getting none of this for a while. You still love me? Okay, let's have a baby then. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, because even then I wasn't very sexual during pregnancy, where some women are. Some women are so yeah, super horny. Mm-hmm. Our babies are tired. They're asleep on our laps. <laughs> Oh my god, Luna's knocked out. Knocked. Um, so, and Erica has a very classy date to go on. I'm very jealous. <laughs> I wish we were sister wives. <laughs> I want to go to this fancy event. Um, I don't even know if it's fancy. I mean, I guess it's... It's Gucci. Can you help me get dressed? Yeah. Because I look. I feel so fat today. Girl bone. I do. I feel bloated and swollen and... I've just been eating. I haven't worked out really and like really consistently in like a few months. It's just been on and off. I just feel on and off is better than never. I know, but I need it for my mental health. And I feel like that's why I've been off lately. Do I think. you work out when you travel? Yeah, and that's why I'm looking forward to leaving because it's the only time I really can just like That's because you have nothing else to do in that place. Yeah, I don't. But like here, because I don't have help with floor I don't really have time and like lately uh, I've, when I when I take Ari to school I'm going to work I, re, I keep setting my alarm to wake up in the morning to do like a home workout but it's not happening yeah. I've just lost motivation it's just I've lost motivation That's I have lost motivation for a lot of things and I just need if anyone has any advice on motivational <laughs> regaining rediscovering motivation I would really like that book <laughs> Because sometimes I'm looking at myself like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You need to get up. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I feel. So I'm looking forward to my trip because I'm going to go work out. At least that's what I say I'm going to do. I really want to eat those Oreos that are on the, co- the table right now. I'm looking at them. but I told you to bring me one. You brought me like three. Because I wanted three. So I, I was hoping you would eat them all and I could live vicariously through you. You're going to have to eat one and a half. <sighs> anyway. Enough of enough of that. We gotta go. Yeah, we do. Jamila needs to dress me. <laughs> Stylish Jamila. Also Mila's mobile spa. <laughs> also <laughs> Yes, if you need some lashes done or microblading or a facial or teeth whitening. <laughs> hit or up, waxing. Or waxing, hit up Mila, because she's the shit. Go check out her page and you can see all of her work. Her lashes are bomb. Her microblading is even. And bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. At, at Mila's underscore mobile spot on the Instagram. Also, this is just a regular PSA announcement. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but if anybody blocked, reported my Insta story today, I will cut you. I fucking po- posted a, all these stories of Luna. She was in her panties, but she's a child. And someone fucking reported me t- fucking twice. So I was locked out of my Instagram. I don't know. I'm back in. I don't know how this shit works. There's no instructions. There's nowhere I could say, hey, who the fuck reported me? There's no way you would find out. That's why it's anonymous. It's bullshit. And if any of you listeners did it, I will cut you. If you don't like me, unfollow. Easy. If you don't like my shirtless Tarzan baby, (laughs) unfollow. (laughs) Do you you think about that? Like Like posting... Um, Irie topless or like I mean obviously like if she's not wearing panties I'm not gonna post it but to- like I don't, I don't think topless is a big deal I don't even think about it and then like I get reported and I'm like am I a bad parent <laughs> am I a bad parent because I didn't even think of this twice 
I just think, like, if there's weirdos, there's weirdos. I think someone else probably thought, like... For me. For you. But that's what I, like, also don't think for me. Yeah. They were like, oh, my God, what is she doing? This is inappropriate. Unfucking follow me. Because you may see some... Mine, too. I think... I think um, Vicky, yeah, she's a girl. If it was a boy, it wouldn't matter. It, that's what I said. That's what someone else said to me. Yeah. What if it was, she was a boy? Which is like, why is why is that even different? Because guys can walk around shirtless. Well, at this point, they have the same shit. Yeah, yeah but that, I mean, there's no yeah, but but that's just how their brain works. She's a girl. She must be covered. I hate it. Just leave, if that's your attitude about shit, and you're thinking that way, just leave me the fuck alone. Um. Yeah, I mean, I know there's weirdos out there, but I'm not catering my life to, you know, hide from them. Right. Same goes with breastfeeding. Anyway, are we bringing this to an end? Yes, we are wrapping it up. Oh, I don't know if we announced this. Okay, one, two announcements. We fucked up. <laughs> like, we've recorded two episodes too close together, and we called episode 33 something something in anal plugs. We did not talk about anal plugs that time. <laughs> we talked about anal plugs last episode with Jake. And so, yes, we fucked up. If anyone else noticed. No one else even noticed. No one said anything. I know. Um, uh, Second announcement? I thought it was another announcement. Oh, I think we also lied once and said we're going to do an event in November. We're not. Yeah, that was Jamila because she just like sprung it out there. Like I was kind of caught off guard too. She just, we we're just recording and she's like, yeah, so like in like two weeks we're going to have a meetup. And I was like, what? Because I thought it would be like just a quick little meetup. But, but you just... see how time has passed and we're almost there and shit ain't ready yet. Okay, well I thought we we're just going to literally meet up at the bar and say hi. But... I mean, we can do that too. <clears throat> Put it on our Instagram. We'll be at this party tonight if you guys want to come. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we that's, could do yeah, that. That makes more sense than like, but that's not what we were trying to do. No, I right. thought we were trying to do something classier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe it was just me. December. No, I mean we could do something classy. December. We can, but may, but look out for a random meetup one night in November, possibly. It'll be the same day announcement. <laughs> you want to hang out with us because I realize that Halloween we're the life of the party. We both are, yeah. yeah like there's like I feel like our ten friends were the party. Yeah, I didn't see anybody else around us. Then I neither. But when I did look at them, they were all like twenty five. Oh, and they were trying to join our party. Yeah, because so, we dance. Yeah, right. I, I want to dance. Is dancing a lost a lost thing now in Los Angeles? Because that's the only reason I go out. Oh, actually, are you coming? I'm gonna be back next Thursday. I get back next Thursday. Oh, you might be tired. You're not going to go out. I get, I get in at 9. I might. I get in at 9.30. She'll be asleep anyway. I know. I'm not going to have her. Okay. So for thir- next Thursday, look out for our post. We are going out next Thursday. Okay. What, what kind of party is it? R&B or something? It's like an old school R&B night. It's for the grown folks. The guy said, my friend said she danced all the whole time last time. And the promoter said, it's for the grown folks. And you know, <laughs> and you know we grown and sexy We grown and sexy. We're doing some grown and sexy dances next Thursday. So come meet us. <laughs> With your grown and sexy outfits. No thought wear. <laughs> well, ooh. Except me. Except me? Because, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. Bring all the thought out. Bring the thoughts out. Okay. All right. We got to go. We love you. And we will catch you later. Bye.